Hello, this is Colleen Clare here and you are listening to the Soulful Spirit podcast. This podcast, I will be sharing lessons that I have learned and are still learning through my own self-development journey and include wisdom from other teachers around the world. Prepare to dive deep and realize what it means to be a soulful spirit. So hello, today we have Marissa, aka the Self Love PT, who is the founder, creator and one woman army behind the Self Love Fitness Club. She trained as an actress and dancer and transitioned into becoming a personal trainer. She is passionate about making exercise inclusive, accessible and most importantly, fun. So hi Marissa, thank you for being here. Hello lovely. I'm really excited for our talk today. But first off, I would love for you in your own words to explain what it is you do. Absolutely. So, um, yeah, I'm the founder of an online fitness platform now to be called the Self Love Fitness Club. It's brand new, actually. It's a new community. Um, And what I hope to do is to bring a kind of self-loving aspect to the fitness world um, because I'm kind of a little bit fed up of the toxicity around the fitness world, how it kind of encourages people to feel shame around their bodies and to feel pressured to achieve a certain body and how it kind of warps the benefits of exercise into making it all about the aesthetic. Um, Mm -hmm. So instead, my brand of fitness aims to empower people to feel good in their bodies and to use exercise um, as a tool to celebrate everything that their bodies can do rather than you know a tool to manipulate change. Yeah that's amazing I think that's so important and especially in today's society as well. What I would love to know is how did you decide or how did you get to this decision of this is what you wanted to do tell us about your journey yeah um so it's kind of yeah exactly one of those things that it kind of just happened gradually it sort of was something I fell into so like I said I trained as a dancer um and that world specifically is like rife with kind of body image struggles as you can imagine like we spend all day every day in front of mirrors and the industry itself is very closed in that it favors a certain body type massively and you're kind of made to feel that like the only way to achieve success in the industry is to have that certain body type um and then I started teaching fitness as literally a way to just um, kind of like a side hustle, like to earn some money because being a performer is really difficult (laughs) to sustain any kind of income. So I started fitness um, just for that reason, but then was kind of noticing the same pattern in the fitness world. Again, like only certain body types were celebrated and people were just using movement as this thing to like try and almost bully and punish their bodies and for me as a dancer like movement to me had always been a form of kind of you know joy and emotional expression so I kind of wanted to like marry those two things and like yeah start a bit of a movement in the fitness world that that helped people see it for those things and less about you know the whole body changing and 
yeah it kind of like I say it happened gradually because I was working in the like boutique fitness studios in London and they very much uphold this body ideal like you know they only hire instructors with a certain body type and all things like that and it, it took me a while to kind of notice how how out of place I felt there and how I kind of didn't align with a lot of the messaging and then I finally sort of broke free of it and I like left a job and sort of started to go out on my own and still felt a lot of pressure as a personal trainer to be someone who helped people change their bodies or lose weight or like I felt that pressure as a trainer and then I gradually started to find the kind of um body acceptance self-love anti-diet space on Instagram and it was like finding my people I was like seeing all this messaging and I was like oh my god this is this is where I fit like this is what I want to promote but I didn't kind of I hadn't realized before then that it was like already a thing Mm -hmm. um so yeah when I found that I was like oh this is how it can work and like I can I can do fitness but I can do it from this place of self-love and yeah celebrating our bodies um so I've just kind of over the last year or so just leaned more and more into that my brand has evolved massively um and yeah like I said the self-love fitness club is kind of where it's at now um and hopefully where it's kind of heading amazing that's so such an incredible journey as well and it's so nice to like you have found that space where you're like yes this is what I want to teach yeah um, so I want to know did you ever feel like have a personal experience with um this body um, like the, the way that bodies were portrayed or um mm glorified in the industry did you ever feel triggered or have your own experience with it yeah I think it's kind of a strange one and sometimes I feel like I'm the wrong person to advocate for it because I've always been in a body that was widely accepted in that space like naturally I'm quite athletically built obviously I was doing like hours and hours of dancing so I had the kind of abs and I had that body type so I think what was weird is that I now I look back on it I know that I felt an intense pressure to uphold that physique and I would like manipulate my food around like like around keeping that physique and I would was 100% over exercising to try and maintain that physique but like at the time I didn't know it it was a problem because I had that physique and it was celebrated and you know what I mean so it's only yeah. like in retrospect that I look back and I'm like oh that was that was really problematic and I yeah. I didn't have a good relationship with my body because the relationship was entirely based on like whether it was validated by the performing industry and the fitness industry mm-hmm. so I think yeah that was a weird thing so actually my my journey with my own body image has really come out over the last year over lockdown my body's changed for the first time it, I've you know I've come out of that place where naturally it was kind of fitting into all those ideals and I mean I'm still very much there I still have the privilege of being in you know a smaller body completely but I've suddenly had to deal with things like gaining weight and not necessarily looking like the you know the prime fitness figure 
and mm. it's which is good I think like it's important for me to experience that journey yeah. so that I can talk about it you know of course of course and I know um from my own personal journey as well how easy it is to um fall into a place of over exercising and only eating healthy food and yeah. that being portrayed as such a good thing and positive thing exactly and not realizing that hey maybe going to the gym for three hours every day isn't like isn't a good thing yeah oh my god it's just crazy the the stuff that's glorified when I yeah when I look back at being at like um dance school that how kind of not eating is glorified how yeah going to the gym at 7am before and like five hour day of dancing is glorified like all of that and I now I look back I know I was exhausted like completely exhausted emotionally exhausted because all I was constantly trying to do was fit into this box of and be what be what they wanted and like I I never was even though like I maybe reached that body type I was still never quite it because I don't think you ever can be when you're trying to live up to someone else's expectation it's never gonna work like it you have to you know create your own boundaries around what you want and what makes you happy and yeah that's where the power is I think so if someone was currently in that space of over-exercising or exercising and eating from a place of wanting to change their bodies or really dislike their bodies, what advice, where, where would you suggest they begin? I think it is about just kind of like taking a step back from it and seeing the bigger picture and understanding that our health is made up of so many different things but we are hugely made to believe in society that like um exercise and food are like the two main contributors to health we we we're made to feel that if we you know that whole move more eat less thing that's mm-hmm. like upheld as the be all and all of health but it's just not about that at all and i think if you're if you really stop to think and you notice that you're unhappy or that you're constantly fixated on like upholding that certain body or that certain physique like you've got to kind of dig deep and see what's behind it and like I think the problem is that food and exercise and being healthy is often again like promoted as this talk like coping mechanism like because it's good for your mental health it's good it's good to do that like if you're exercising all the time you're eating really healthy like like you just said like we see that as such a positive but you need to trust that if you're having feelings around it if you're feeling anxiety around it even if those feelings are buried quite deep or if you look in the mirror and you're constantly picking at things even though they fit that image that you always wanted like you've got to trust that it's you're it's not right for you and you don't have to be in that place and there is an alternative and I think it it can be really scary to let go of because like we've just said society massively validates that so to a lot of people like gaining weight or something like that 
is seen as a failure but actually if if your mental health is improving from like you know releasing some of those habits then it's not a failure at all it's a huge huge success yeah totally I so agree with that and I think something that really helped me um was finding exercise I actually liked exactly um because I know that I was doing stuff that I didn't actually enjoy but because I felt like I should do it so I should do cardio at the gym I should be doing weights and that's something I seen a lot was you know left weights left weights you have to lift weights and yeah I'm not gonna lie it's not my I do enjoy it but it's not my favorite thing to do like something that would really light me up was like doing like Zumba classes and I was like oh that's not real exercise though exactly but I felt so good for for it and it was still a way to to move my body and that really helped me I don't know if that's something that you you clearly promote as well is finding exercise that you enjoy yeah exactly because again it's like that hierarchy thing isn't it it's because because the physique is always the goal it's like what exercise is going to get me closest to that physique and okay maybe lifting weights or doing this certain form of cardio might get you the closest but that doesn't mean that it's the best thing for you or it's going to make you the happiest and that's the biggest thing and yeah we need to just get rid of that hierarchy because at the end of our days like our bodies are made to move and you've got to find a way of doing it that that feels good that you enjoy and that also like fits into your life like I yeah personally I I haven't had a gym membership since just leaving college so that's been oh my god like five years no four years (laughs) um yeah and I haven't had that um and I think it was nice because I started working in all these fitness studios and a lot of them especially the first one I worked at does promote all these different types of exercise and they do have the dance cardio classes and rebounding on the little trampolines and they that is their kind of ethos as well like the kind of fun side of movement so Mm -hmm. I'm glad that I was introduced to that um because that does that makes such a huge difference like you're I think we feel so much pressure to uphold this you know like exercise routine but at the end of the day you're not you're not going to uphold it if you're not enjoying it or you're not feeling good from it if it's always feeling like a chore and a punishment at some point or another you're you're gonna fall off it and then the problem is is that society is going to make you feel like you failed when actually that exercise plan failed you you know yes yes that's such a good way to put it as well um (laughs) not like obviously you didn't fail that that thing just wasn't wasn't the right the right plan for you wasn't yeah. the right exercise and that's exactly that's definitely something that I'll take away from today as well um so what when you're working with clients how do you recommend that the they start to move from love like if they're in that negative body image space what what would you suggest yeah well I mean it's it's a hard one obviously and this the whole journey takes a lot of time and a lot of untangling and I think the first thing is that awareness kind of like I said before it's becoming aware of our motivations 
to to do something to exercise or to eat something it's like why why do I feel the need to do this like is it coming from a place of fear I think these are my biggest thing is it coming from a place of fear or is it coming from a place of love and fear looks like I'm doing this because I'm scared that if I don't I'm going to gain weight I'm doing this because I'm scared that if I don't society is going to see me as lazy or I'm going to feel guilty if I don't do it it's all those kind of negative emotions attached and when you start to really dig deep most of us do have that relationship with exercise because like I say that's that's hugely how it's how it's kind of taught to us so then it's kind of unraveling them and I think for a lot of people it depends obviously where you are in your journey but for a lot of people it might be it might be taking a break completely because if you're only doing it out of a place of fear then we need to strip that away and then it might look for a while that you're not doing it at all because it's always going to be driven by fear until you can start to work around that mindset but I think then once you get that mindset it's about breaking the rules like we just said and letting go of all those pre-conceived expectations and ideas around what movement should look like how long it should be how intense it should be and really tuning in trying some different things trying some different exercises some different workouts and being honest with yourself about how they feel for you and how they feel for your body and just really allowing yourself to stop when you when you feel like you need or rest when you feel like you need or have days off when you feel like you need them um or do a different type of movement you know that kind of thing so I think it definitely has to start with that awareness of the relationship and and the intention the intention behind it for sure but that's like I said that's really it's difficult to entangle it's not necessarily black and white you know there's a lot of kind of contributing things and I still have like I still check myself every time I do a workout I'm like right why why am I doing this and where is this coming from and do does my body actually need this today um so I do actually with my members I have a little um kind of body check-in every day that's kind of like just a few questions to ask yourself every day that's like um how am I feeling today am I rested? Am I unwell? Am I injured? Does my body need movement today? And if so, like what, what kind of movement does it want? And I think just like going through that little kind of checklist in your head, and then just knowing that whatever you do, then try, you can always stop if it doesn't feel good, and just removing that pressure. Yes, totally. And I think that's so important as well, because I know that in the past and even still today is sometimes if I haven't done exercise then I have a lot of guilt like I should have done this even like something like I don't really do a lot of exercise if I'm like on my period or anything and it doesn't make me I feel more tired it doesn't serve me and some, Mm. some people like that's okay but for me it doesn't work and often I'm fighting that guilt of I should move my body exactly Um, I need to and at the same time, knowing that when I do move my body, I just end up feeling worse for it because yeah. I need the rest. Exactly. Yeah, I think it's not. I Yeah, I've really been delving deeper into this recently about how just as a society, we don't hold 
rest and sleep highly enough like we obviously because the whole you know makeup of society is around productivity but actually sleep and rest and reducing stress are like huge huge factors that impact our health but we ignore them and we sacrifice them for the sake of exercise because we're told that exercise is the be all and end all you know and it's it's just not true and like you say your body your body does know but because we've we've been taught to listen to all these external sources we've been taught to listen to our fitness watches and our trackers mm-hmm. and influencers on instagram and health experts instead of listening to our own bodies when they actually they know what they need um yeah. but it's yeah it's it's hard to to refine that and to tune in because we've spent so many years having all this external noise, you know, like bombarding us. So mm-hmm. it definitely takes time to be able to come back to that place where you you do know your body, but it's it's so liberating. I'm sure like you can appreciate this. Like when you start to find it, the more you lean into it, the more in tune you feel and you're like, oh I really I can really tell today what what my body needs yes yes definitely and I think what you said there is so so like amazing um of we have so much external factors telling us how we should move when to move but really our bodies have that wisdom they know they know that is such a wonderful way to put it and a nice reminder as well and something that I think would be great to hear from you is how you think the fitness industry how would you like to see the fitness industry change so that it is more inclusive and um a much safer and healthier environment yeah so I think the number one thing that needs to happen and this isn't just the fitness industry this is the whole healthcare system Mm -hmm. is to disentangle weight and body type from health um because that's literally where it all stems from it's from this stigmatization of larger bodies and the lack of understanding that people that health looks different on all bodies and that you can't judge someone's health from looking at their bodies and that just like we all know that you all have those friends that are just naturally in a tiny thin body you know those friends you know you see them they eat what they like they don't necessarily exercise but they've always been in that thin body but for some reason we don't society doesn't allow us to see that it works the same the other way around and we all have a natural weight range where we're supposed to sit at our healthiest and that doesn't always look like the fitspo physique that we're sold in fact, the percentage of women that would look like that at their healthiest is like ridiculously minimal. Like we are literally not, most of us aren't supposed to have visible abs and most of us would be sacrificing our health to get those abs. And that is the massive issue here is that we've associated health with this image that actually doesn't equal health for them major majority of the population and I mean I think we've massively seen that from the shift since sort of the maybe like 2017 fitspo era so many of those fitness influencers that had those really super lean physiques have now come out and said 
at that time I wasn't healthy I was struggling with disordered eating or an eating disorder Mm -hmm. and I lost my period and all those things but we were so convinced at the time oh my god they're the image of health I need to do all those things and so I look like that and then I'll be healthy but that is just the biggest lie that we're fed and so I think that has to be the number one thing that we we need to disentangle these ideas of weight and physique and health because they're not the same thing and we need to focus on behavior instead of we need to focus on the internal instead of the external basically so like are we yeah are we moving our bodies enough and in ways that feel good are we eating a balanced nutritious diet that also allows room for you know freedom and enjoyment and pleasure because food it gives us all those things as well yes. and are we allowing ourselves time to rest and to sleep enough and to have strong social interactions because all those things make up our health as well and then in terms of like social justice and talking about it on that societal level of more equality more access to healthcare, like all of those things are a huge contributing factor to our health, but they don't get discussed because calories in versus calories out is all you need to be healthy. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, I definitely, what you were saying there is, um, I'm very open that when I was younger, I, I did, I had an eating disorder mm-hmm. and I found it so crazy how many people would comment positively on you know, you look, your body's incredible, your figure, I would love. And I was like, if only you could see like how much damage I was actually doing, not only to my body, but also to my mind. And something now that I am very cautious of is actually commenting on anybody's body. Exactly. And any weight loss, weight gain, I'm just like, you know, like I do not comment on it. And especially if I know someone is struggling with disordered eating, then do not comment on anything they eat or their body. Definitely. And I think that's something that's super important for us as a society to do as well. Oh my God. Yeah, that's huge. But again, how normalized is that? Like, Mm -hmm. oh my God, you've lost weight. You look amazing. Like how normalized were you? And I still, I literally have to fight myself I'm saying it sometimes even with clients like if I you know I can see that they've made their bodies changed and even though generally I I know that they've got a healthy relationship like Mm -hmm. it's still not something that we should be commenting on because you never know what's going on like you said people used to compliment that for you and they had no idea Mm -hmm. and what you're then doing is encouraging that disordered and harmful thinking in people and even if it's not coming from a harmful place you're still telling people that the most important thing about them is what their body looks like. Yes. And instead of asking how they are or like complimenting how happy they seem or, you know what I mean? It's like, Mm -hmm. again, it's just putting the body type on the pedestal as if this is the most important thing about us all. And it's just not on any on any level and yeah you're so right that is just a huge one and that can be really dangerous but again something that's hard to unlearn because we're so conditioned to comment to comment on people's bodies yeah a hundred percent um yeah I think there's 
so much that we still have to, as a society, change so that we can really accept every body type, you know, whether you are super thin or you're in a larger body, but just embracing where you're at and most importantly, how you feel. Exactly. Which is, which is such a big difference <clears throat> and how you see yourself as well. Yeah, because at the end of the day, this is what I always think, at the end of the day, all we we all are striving for happiness. Like really that's the goal. Like even when people, they say they've got weight loss or body goals, the real goal is to be happy or to feel loved or to feel accepted, right? And mm-hmm. we've tied that to to a certain body. And of course, to an extent, yeah, it is easier to find that in a smaller body because society is made up of, you know, to stigmatize people in large bodies. And there is like thin privilege is a thing, but it's not, I'm sure we can all vouch for that, that are, like that doesn't create real lasting happiness. And it's about, yeah, finding that from the inside. And that's, that's kind of why, um, why the self-love fitness club was like born because I really believe that if we feel good about ourselves we'll be able to do good things for ourselves but it's so often flipped we think that we need to be doing all these things like you know doing all this exercise eating these certain things and then once we've reached the physique then we'll feel good about ourselves but that's that's the lie it's the other way around like we need to cultivate the self-esteem and the self-love from the inside and then we're so much more likely to take care of our bodies and to take care of our minds because it's really hard to take care of something that you hate or that you're at war with Mm -hmm. like naturally we will lean into destructive behaviors and we won't feel motivated because we're we're bullying ourselves on the inside and that's not conducive to health or well-being yes a hundred percent it's so like I think that's something that really changed for me as well is learning to come from that place of love like you said come from that place of love to question am I doing this from love or am I doing it from fear and that's something that helped me with eating with exercise and just in life in general as well many decisions like it doesn't just have to be you know, how you move your body and how how you feed it and every decision, you know, am I making this decision from love and am I making it from fear? And that's such a wonderful um, tool to have mm. to create more positivity in your, in your life. Yeah, I agree. I think that's, a, yeah, one of the most powerful things and quite a simple way of looking at it. Once you've, once you've kind of got that in your toolbox, it's quite an, an easy one to just implement to assess everything you're doing like you say every choice you make you can assess where it's coming from Mm -hmm. so this has been such a wonderful wonderful chat um and I think there's been so much insight into it and I'm sure all the listeners will take away some wonderful um advice and things but the last thing I wanted to close on is um if you were speaking to the whole world, you had a microphone and everyone was listening, what would you like to share with them? Oh, wow. That's a really big one, isn't it? I feel <laughs> like there's so much. I think it. I think it's that. I think it's that um, 
happiness isn't out there it's not in a different body type it's not in having that thing it's it's already inside you and Mm -hmm. the love that you need the acceptance and the validation that you're craving from everyone else especially now in this day and age with all our likes on social media like it's all about that validation but the the real validation comes from the inside and that is that's the root of of like us being able to do good and feel good like finding that on the inside first and tuning out the rest of the noise and turning inwards and finding that for yourself is just I think the most powerful thing that we can all do yes I got shivers when you said that oh (laughs) such a beautiful beautiful way to close um thank you so much for sharing all of your wisdom today and if you let everyone know where they can find you on social media um and yeah we'll link that below as well yeah thank you lovely so um I'm on social media I'm on Instagram as the self-love PT and the self-love fitness club so the self-love fitness club is the new community I'd absolutely love for people to come and find us there because that is something amazing that we're really building and um yeah I wanted to create that account because like I say I talk about kind of promoting all bodies but I never felt comfortable having a personal Instagram that just showcased my body because you know it's not mm-hmm. representative of everyone so the new community page is much more about celebrating different bodies in movement um and just sharing stories of people that have found this kind of um ways of moving and looking after bodies from a place of love um so yeah i would love people to come and to come and join the little community definitely i'm sure they will (laughs) thank you so much it's been such a wonderful chat and i'm so excited for everyone to hear it oh thank you so much for having me thank you i'm sure you will agree that that was such an insightful and wonderful episode with the beautiful marissa aka the self-love pt be sure to follow her on instagram and before you go i just want to let you know that my membership doors will be closing for registration on the 4th of June. And that means that you will not be able to register again to the 4th of October. So included in my Soulful Spirit membership is monthly themed workbooks, access to 30 minute and 60 minute yoga flows, pranayama and energy work videos. You also get access to new and full moon circles and be part of a safe environment to grow and practice. If this is something that you're interested in, then be sure to head over to my website, colleenclare.co.uk or follow me on Instagram, Colleen with two N's, Claire. Membership is only £22 a month and is such a wonderful way to help you grow and dive deeper into your practice. I hope you have a wonderful day and thank you once again for listening.